today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. You didn't grow up in a Christian home. You didn't know the Lord. You didn't know about Jesus Christ. And you were just living your life and doing your thing. And God got a hold of you. God revealed himself to you in in some way, maybe through a sermon you heard on a radio station or a Christian friend shared the gospel with you. And God just kind of interrupted your life and called you out of your old life and called you out of the darkness that you were living in. Follow Jesus Christ. Just like Abraham. Did you know that Abraham was called out of darkness into marvelous light? As you listen to today's message from Pastor Dan, he shares with you that the patriarch of the faith within the Bible wasn't always walking in the light. Pastor Dan explains that Abraham didn't know God right away. God called him and revealed himself to him, just like he does with you. Once you were walking in darkness and didn't know God, but now you do, and you walk in his light. God is so good and worthy to be praised. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 11 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Coming now to a transition point in the book of Genesis, where the focus of the book is now going to shift to one family in particular, the family of Shem. And the reason the focus shifts to the family of Shem is because through Shem will come Abraham. And through Abraham will come the Hebrew people. And through the Hebrew people will come the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And so what we see here in, in the Bible, uh, throughout the, the Bible, we see this unfolding story of God's redemption of mankind. If you remember back in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, right after the fall, God made this promise that he would send a redeemer into the world, the seed of the woman. And now we're watching the story unfold in the pages of the Bible following the thread that leads to that promised seed of the woman that we know is is Jesus Christ. And so it's an unfolding story here. That seed of the woman will come through the line of Shem. So that's why we're going to focus now on the line of Shem. So verse 10, we have the genealogy of Shem. And the descendants of Shem are listed for us in verses 10 to 26. Uh, the, the, this genealogy is also found in the record of Jesus' genealogy in Luke chapter 3. And so you can cross-reference that on your own and see that these names that are listed here appear in the lineage of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, in Luke chapter 3. But I want to draw your attention this morning to verse 24. So we're going to skip over all of those names And we're going to skip down to verse 24 where it says, Nahor lived 29 years and begot Terah. Now, Nahor was the grandfather of Abram or Abraham. So that's where this is going. Verse 26, now Terah lived 70 years and begot Abram. That's Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. 
So here now we're introduced to Abram or Abraham. God will change his name to Abraham in chapter 17, verse 5. Uh, but I'm, I'm probably just going to refer to him as Abraham, because that's, that's what we know him as, even though at this point his name is, is, is Abram. The name Abram uh, means exalted father. Abraham means father of a multitude. And God changed his name to Abraham because Abram became the father of a multitude of people. As God promised to make a nation of him, uh, as, as we'll see in our study today. So we're, we're introduced here to Abram. We're introduced here to Abraham. And Abraham is mentioned over 300 times in the Bible He's arguably the most famous man in the Old Testament. He's certainly one of the most influential people in history. Almost one third of the book of Genesis is about Abraham. Now, God spent one chapter describing to us the creation of the heavens and the earth, all of the universe. He will spend 13 chapters describing the life of Abraham to us. That just shows us how important Abraham is. Uh, Abraham was born around 2000 BC. Uh, and Abraham is unique in that he is called the friend of God. In Isaiah chapter 41, verse 8, God calls him Abraham, my friend. Isn't that great? To have God say that about you. Wouldn't you like to hear that? You know, Dan, my friend. Now, that would be wonderful to hear God say that. Uh, Abraham is most noted in the Bible for his faith, his faith in God. Abraham is our role model of faith, our example of what it means to believe God by faith and to live a life of faith. In Galatians chapter 3, Abraham is described as the father of all that believe. And so he's our spiritual father. Father Abraham, right? Father of all that believe. And so as we study the life of Abraham, we begin this look at the life of Abraham and we'll be you know, looking at his life for several weeks. Uh, as we look at his life and his, and his wife, Sarah, uh, we'll learn what it means to live by faith in God and what a friend of God looks like. Now, chapter 11 here, at the end of chapter 11 and then into the first few verses of chapter 12, we have Abraham's call, Abraham's call. Look at verse 27 of chapter 11. Now, this is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begot Lot. Lot will be important later on in the story of Abraham and Sarah. That's why Lot is mentioned here. And then verse 28, and Haran died before his father, Terah, in his native land in Ur of the Chaldees. So Abraham was from a place called Ur of the Chaldees. And I have a, I have a map for you, if you want to bring the map up for us. Uh, this is the Middle East. You see the Mediterranean Sea there, the Persian Gulf. Down in kind of the bottom right-hand corner, you can see Ur. I have it circled for you. Uh, Abraham and Sarah... They're going to leave Ur. They're going to go north to Haran up there. That's also circled. And from Haran, they're going to go down into the land of Canaan or the promised land. 
And you might wonder, well, why didn't they just go straight across over to the promised land? Because you can see it's all desert. It's the Arabian desert. So you have to go up and around the desert. So you can see the track they're going to take from Ur of the capital up to Haran and then down into Canaan. I also have a picture for you of Ur of the Chaldees today, the archaeological site. Check it out. Isn't that exciting? Don't you love that kind of stuff? I mean, you just get excited looking at the picture, don't you? I know I do, right? So that's the ruins of the ancient city of Ur of the Chaldees. And you can see in the background, there's a ziggurat. We talked about that last week with the Tower of Babel, that they have those, oh, there's over 30 of them that have been uncovered by archaeologists in that region of, of Babylon and, and Ur. So just imagine, you know, Abraham grew up walking around those streets as a kid. Isn't that cool? Love it. I want to go there and touch those stones. Now, Ur was a major city in the ancient world. It was a very wealthy city in the ancient world. Uh, verse 29 says, Then Abraham, now watch, Abraham and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai. Her name's going to be changed to Sarah. And the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. Again, Sarai's name will be changed by God to Sarah. Uh, in verse 30 now, look at verse 30. We are told that Sarai, or Sarah, was barren. And she had no children. And, and we're told this here because this will be important to the story in Abraham and Sarah's life. This is, this is going to be part of their God story. Of what God does in, in their life and in the story of the redemption of mankind, it's going to be important. Verse 31 says, And Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lot, the son of Haran, remember Haran died, and his daughter-in-law Sarah, his son Abram's wife, and they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldees to go to the land of Canaan, and they came to Haran and they dwelt there Verse 32, so the days of Terah were 205 years. We see that the ages have dropped dramatically since the flood. And Terah died in Haran. If you can bring up the map for me one more time, uh, just so again, so you can have a visual. They're down in Ur. They're going to leave and they're going to travel up to Haran and they're going to stop there. And Terah dies in Haran. And then they're going to continue the journey onto the land of Canaan. Now, we need to look at a few scriptures to really understand the story here and to kind of put it all together and understand the call of Abraham and Sarah and their response to God's call. First of all, if you're a note taker, you can jot down Joshua 24 verse 2. Joshua 24 2 tells us that Abraham's family in Ur of the Chaldees worshipped other gods. They worshipped other gods. Abraham came from a family of idol worshippers when they lived in Ur. Abraham himself was probably also an idol worshipper. Abraham did not grow up knowing the Lord. He did not grow up knowing Yahweh. He grew up in a pagan home where they worshipped pagan gods. They worshipped other gods. They worshipped the moon god in Ur of the Chaldees. 
And, and maybe for you, maybe you, you grew up in a non-Christian home. Maybe you grew up in a home where your family didn't practice any, any kind of religious faith. Or maybe you guys, you grew up in a home where you, you were part of a different faith, a different belief system, and, and Jesus Christ was completely foreign to you. That was Abraham. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. He worshipped other gods. Abraham is very different from Noah. Remember, we just studied Noah in the book of Genesis a few chapters ago, and in our VBS that we recently held. Uh, We looked at the life of Noah and the flood. And if you remember in Genesis chapter 6, verse 9, it says of Noah that Noah was a just man. He was perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Abraham didn't walk with God. Abraham didn't know God. He didn't know the true and living God. When, When God called Abraham, Abraham was a worshiper of idols, at the time, he was a worshiper of other gods. So, so there, was, there was nothing that Abraham was doing in his life to cause God to call him and to use him in such a powerful way. In fact, quite the contrary. <laughs> I mean, you, you could make a good case why God shouldn't choose Abraham because he's an idol worshiper. So then what happened? How did Abraham come to know Yahweh? How did he go from worshiping other gods to becoming the father of all that believe? Well, to understand that, we need to go to Acts chapter 7. So turn with me over to Acts chapter 7. And we're going we're gonna to piece all the story together here. Acts chapter 7. This is Stephen's sermon right before he is stoned to death by the religious leaders where Stephen starts to go through the history of of Israel, in Acts chapter 7, verse 2, Stephen gives us an important detail about Abraham's call. Stephen says in verse 2, brethren and fathers, listen, the God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran And said to him, get out of your country and from your relatives and come to a land that I will show you. So Stephen tells us here that the God of glory actually appeared to Abraham while he was living in Ur of the Chaldees. While he was a worshiper of other gods, the Lord appeared to him in Ur and called him to leave his country and and leave his people. And the Lord's going to appear to Abraham several times in the book of Genesis, as we're going to see. But, but he, here, here was Abraham. 
you know, living in Ur, worshiping other gods. He doesn't know Yahweh. He doesn't know the Lord God, the true and living. Never heard of him. Doesn't know anything about him. And then God appears to him. And God calls him to leave his country and to leave his people. And that's how Abraham came to know the true and living God. And I, I would say probably for some of us, uh, some of us are like Abraham. Not that God appeared to us physically, but I would say many of us, uh, we grew up, didn't know, we didn't know the Lord, didn't know Jesus Christ. I know this is my story. We didn't go to church when I was growing up. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. You know, I was just living my life in Ur of the Chaldees, worshiping whatever I was worshiping. When God, when God, by his grace and God sovereignly just revealed himself to me again, he didn't physically appear to me. But I know that some of some of you have a similar story. You, you didn't grow up in a Christian home. You didn't know the Lord. You didn't know about Jesus Christ. And you were just living your life and doing your thing. And God got a hold of you. God revealed himself to you in, in some way, maybe through a sermon you heard on a radio station or a Christian friend shared the gospel with you and God just kind of interrupted your life and called you out of your old life and called you out of the darkness that you were living in. Follow Jesus Christ. Just like Abraham. You weren't looking for it. You weren't, you know, you weren't trying to find God. You didn't know you were lost. You didn't know you needed your sins forgiven. You didn't know you needed salvation. And, and God just stepped into your life and revealed himself to you. You know, in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. We're saved by grace. Grace means we did not deserve it. Grace means we didn't do anything to earn the salvation that we have through Jesus Christ. It was just his good pleasure, it says in Ephesians chapter 1. It's his good pleasure. He just because he wanted to do it. He wanted to save you. He wanted to redeem you. That's that's really the only reason we weren't seeking it. We, we didn't deserve it. God was just gracious. And he called us. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Right. And so for many of us, our story is similar to Abraham's. God in his sovereignty just appeared to Abraham while Abraham was in Ur of the Chaldees and called him to leave his land and leave his people, leave his family and go to a land that God would show him. Now, I want you to turn with me back to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. And here in Genesis chapter 12, we have the details of God's call on Abraham. Look at verse 1. Now, the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house. You know, dwelling in your father's house, that was the place, you know, where you were provided for and protected, where you were safe, to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, a few things about this that we need to consider. This, this God, you know, the true and living God that Abraham does not know, appears to Abraham and tells him to leave his own country, leave his homeland, leave his family, leave his father's house and all of the provision and protection that that, that means and go to a land that God will 
show him. So let, let's talk about just the first part of that call there in verse, verse 1. And I want you to try to put yourself in Abraham and Sarah's sandals for a moment, right? You don't know this God. You've never heard of this God. And what if, what if just, just think about your own circumstances, your own situation. What if, what if God said to you, very clearly said to you, I want you to leave everything and everyone you know. I want you to leave behind everything and everyone that makes you secure and makes you safe. And I want you to leave your family and your friends and your house and your church and your inheritance and your job and your 401k and the equity in your home and go to a foreign country where you know no one, you don't speak the language, you don't understand the culture, you don't have any business contacts there. And I want you to just go and I want you to just trust me. You going to sign up for that? Most people would not go. Most, most Christians would not go. Most people just don't have the faith to go on those circumstances. Most, many people would consider that just to be uh, reckless. Christians would think that that's reckless. Some Christians would. Uh, some, some Christians uh, just couldn't handle that many unknowns. Well, where am I going to live? Where am I going to work? What am I going to do for money? How am I going to pay my bills? Where are the kids going to go to school? What about my child's piano lessons? Where are they going to take piano? What about sports? You know, like all of these unknowns. Like, I can't have all these blanks and just go. Most people will suffer the paralysis of analysis, right? And just say, I, I just, I can't do it. I can't, I can't go. But here's the thing. Abraham and Sarah went. They went with all those unknowns. With all the unanswered questions, they went. And listen to this. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8 says, By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even, listen to this part, even though he did not know where he was going. You know what that means? God didn't tell Abraham where he was taking him to. When it says here in chapter 12, I, you know, to a land that I will show you, God didn't tell them where that land was or where they were going. So, so uh, when they left Ur of the Chaldees, when they pulled out of the driveway, they didn't know where they were going to. They didn't know where they were heading. They just, you know, they're just kind of blindly trusting God. You know, it's, it's not like God... You know, showed Abraham and Sarah a bunch of pictures of the promised land on his iPad. And said, Look at these beaches. You're going to love it there. It's beautiful. It's right on the Mediterranean. You're going to love living there. Sure, let's go. God didn't tell him. And Abraham and Sarah went, not knowing where they were going. Again, imagine being in that situation yourself. Imagine telling your friends and family, we're moving. Where are you moving to? I don't know, but we're leaving this Saturday. We're going. Imagine what that trip was like. Just to, you know, just to trusting the Lord to lead them and guide them every step of the way. They had no idea where God was leading them to or how long it would take to get there or what it would be like when they arrived. They had to trust God for everything. They needed God to direct their every step. He asked me how I know I say bring truer than the finest crystal. We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Genesis, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. 
If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we can be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer requests with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll make sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Genesis. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the